Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Tackling the environmental impact of footwear can seem a daunting task, but one step brands can take is swapping to sustainable components. Since its start 25 years ago, Ortholite has committed to manufacturing insoles that are good not only for comfort and performance, but for the planet, using inputs like recycled rubber and bio-based ingredients. Building on these efforts, the company's latest launch, a compostable midsole, takes eco-friendly materials to the next level. I'm Kate Nishimura, Features Editor at Sourcing Journal, and joining me today to discuss the hurdles and leaps in sustainable shoes is Ortholite's Chief Brand Officer, Kristen Burroughs. Thanks for joining us, Kristen. Thank you, Kate. It's great to be here. As the footwear industry continues its quest for more eco-friendly shoes, what is the significance of insoles and soles to products' overall sustainability profiles? A great question. Thanks for asking. So one of the challenging things overall when you think about shoes, for example, versus apparel, is that shoes have so many parts. You know, in, in one shoe, you can have up to 200 parts, whereas you think of a garment, you know, you know, three, four, five, you know, maximum. The insole and midsole are just two of those many, many parts. So although the midsole, certainly from a landscape perspective, takes over most of the shoe or up to a third of the shoe, the midsole and insole are, are only a couple of the components of the product. And it's critical when we think about building sustainable or greener shoes to really attack each part of the shoe with an end of life or greener perspective. So although we can say they're only two of 200 parts, um, it's still increasingly critical that you approach each of them with the same dedication to being green or being sustainable. At Ortholite for the past 25 years, you know, being sustainable has been core to our DNA and who we are. And although we never want to sacrifice comfort and performance, we have since the beginning um, built in recycled parts into our products. And we have since the beginning really focused on, on treating the people product and the process. So how we build the product in a sustainable perspective. Right, exactly. Um, so I know that you mentioned some of that kind of extensive componentry as, as one of the hurdles, but historically, what are, what are some of the other issues um, that come with manufacturing greener shoes? Yeah, great question. So we talked a little bit about the product, right? So when you think about being green, you got to talk both about the product and the process. So we said, you know, the product, so many different parts, lots of plastics, you know, leathers, materials made to last, et cetera, et cetera. When you look at the process and being greener, you know, that that is also a challenge, um, both from the people side of it, uh, but also the, the process side of it. You know, there's lots of glue, there's lots of waste, there's lots of emissions to get all of that stuff to come together and stick together and hold in a product. Um, so, you know, we have to really understand, um, how much energy are you using to go into building, um, you know, a pair of shoes? 
how much waste, um, what are the what are the greenhouse gas emissions? Um, so you know that what the wastewater piece of it. So all of that is also critical. So you really have to address both ends of it is how you get there in terms of process and then the output of the product at the other end. You mentioned that ortholite has been recycling since the 90s. Despite the benefits of recycled materials, why is this not the absolute answer for, for sustainable footwear? So I, I think first of all, we, you know, we're all on this journey together, right? In terms of, of becoming more sustainable. And, and I think we should commend brands and companies and businesses for recycling and upping their recycling game, um, whether that's using more um, recycled products in what they're building or using their waste to build other recyclable products. Um, you know, having said that, as we mentioned in the beginning, shoes were built to last, right? I mean, you know, that was defined as good, you know, up to 10 years ago. Whereas now, knowing that I think 90% of the products, you know, end up in a landfill, um, that's become a really scary thought um, and certainly um, really tragic for, for the environment. So I think what we have to think of is, is that end of life piece? Um, and what is that end of life gonna be? So as you're building the shoe, planning in, in your head, in your mind, where is that going to go next? And how do we avoid the landfill situation? How are we gonna take a shoe that's potentially made up of 200 pieces, 200 different elements, right? That each probably have their own, they're each gonna have their own property in a way of, of being composted or decomposed or recycled. So thinking up front of what are we gonna do with those 200 pieces? How are we gonna break them apart? Where are those 200 pieces going to go? And really how can each supplier like us be a part of creating the right end of life so that when the shoe comes together in total, the full shoe does have an end of life solution. Right. Well, going off of that end of life uh, discussion, I know that you recently launched Circle, which is a plastic free compostable midsole foam. Um, what makes that a game changer? Us, it's a total game changer because it does have end of life in mind. Um, not only does it have end of life in mind, but the process that we use to get there is much more sustainable. Um, it's a zero waste, chemical free, and actually solar powered foaming process. And it's in itself a 360 degree you know, end of life solution. Um, it's an, made up of an entirely new biopolymer that's never been used in footwear. And quite simply, it's biodegradable and in, in I always say this wrong, industrially <laughs> compostable. Um, so not every product that is biodegradable is also compostable. Um, whereas this is, is both. Um, so from production to process to end of life, we are fully circular without sacrificing the comfort and performance element. In addition, you know, this is EVA plastic free. As I mentioned, it's, it's, it's powered by responsibly sourced plants, replaces conventional EVA plastics, and it really is a true soil to soil solution. So it's quite simply, it can start from the soil, it actually can go back into the soil. Wow, that's, that's pretty amazing. 
So when it comes to creating sustainable footwear, what do you think are the biggest challenges that still persist? And how are these pain points shaping Ortholite's innovations going forward? The footwear brands out there rely on their supplier base um, to build the product. And so I think we have to look increasingly at how are we going to work with with our brands and really be a partner to them in developing the solutions, the sustainable solutions that they're looking for. Mm -hmm. And I know from a consumer perspective, right, I don't want to sacrifice comfort and performance for sustainability or fashion. So um, the brands are going to say the same thing. We don't, we're not, we don't want to sacrifice fashion, comfort, and performance for sustainability. We want all of it. So I think as Ortholite, as a, as a supplier, we have to help solve that problem for them. Um, and that's what really drives our innovation process is, you know, we've been known for 25 years, not only for the sustainability piece, but really for our open PU foam that provides extra comfort, breathability, rebound performance, step in comfort, long lasting comfort in your shoe. So we need to figure out how we can make that um, more sustainable for our brand partners so that they're not sacrificing that for their consumers. Kristen, thank you so much for joining us today. This was really informative. You're welcome. I've enjoyed it. Thank you for having me.